And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. Ramona's guest this week, Keith Wolleridge. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio today. I am honored and excited to be able to share with you author and local business owner Keith Wolleridge. And he was born in Oakland, raised in Merced, but lives here in Bakersfield, California. How are you, Keith? I'm absolutely fantastic, Ramona. Thanks so much for the invite. Oh, you're so welcome. And, you know, we were chatting a little bit before we got on the air, and it's exciting just to hear the different things that you're doing. And just I want to hear all about your book, of course, because that was one reason why we scheduled this interview. And I know this being Christmas Day that this uh, show is going to be airing. Uh, It's just an honor to be able to talk to you right now and spend time with you. Well, no, again, thank you so very, very much. And again, and I'm so appreciative. You know, God is, you know, we're celebrating his birth and he's the gift that keeps on giving. And I am just so excited that he's allowed me just in a small, feeble way uh, to share some good news or to or, or or maybe depending on how you take it, a level of correction. But again, he corrects those that he loves. So, uh. Well, I, I can't wait to have this conversation. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about you. I know you started to say, uh, um, you know, you were a deacon's child. And so, you know, deacon's kid. And, and maybe just a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you're at today. And then I want to definitely talk about your book. How I got to where I am today, literally the grace of God. If, if, if you were to tell me, I don't know, back in 1981, 82, that our book would be in in, in Peru, I'd have said, or I would be an author, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> You'd have told me in 1982 I would be a, a college adjunct professor, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> if you'd have told me 1981, 1982 that I would be a college graduate, I would have laughed at you. If you'd have told me I would have a wife, four beautiful daughters, I would have laughed at you. Again, I tell my story, I'm the guy who got the last seat to take the SAT I got the last seat in the Fresno State. I'm that guy. Wow. I'm I'm a miracle. Literally, my story is a miracle. I got the last I got the last seat, got the last test. Everything for me was at the bottom of the ninth. Two strikes, two outs, and boom. That's my life. Grace of God. Um He's just favored me. Um again, I've not anything I've done of myself. Uh, this book is the grace of God, literally. If you'd have told me, my friend, <laughs> 2019, I was probably, not that I was, probably, I was at the bottom of my life, mm. spiritually, financially, emotionally, I was at the bottom. I was out of gas. I was nothing left in the tank. Zero, nothing left in the tank. If you would have told me that a year later, this book would be in Canada, would be in a school in, in Peru. I would have said, why are you laughing? Why are you, why are you kicking dirt in my face? You see that I'm down. Mm-hmm. 
That's how low I was in 2019. A year later. So I, it's, I'm just a grace. I, 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 that's all I am. I, and I, 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 I don't even have the words to convey it, as you can probably tell. And I'm a teacher, but I can't convey how good God has been to me. He's very good. And, you know, sometimes, and I'm sure you've heard this, you know, when we've been through, because I came through a rough part, you know, too, and, and because I have so much that he's blessed me with and graced me with, it makes me love him all the more better for what he's pulled me out of. You know, where my life was going was to end my life to where now I want to share how people can have everlasting life. I get it. I do understand. <clears throat> I'm the same way. If I tell folks, I'm from the south side of Merced. Not a whole lot of people come out of south side of Merced. Alive. Alive or not in jail or mm -hmm. not, a, not, a, not an addict. And to be an elected official in Kern County? <laughs> what? That's your butt God moment, right? I just, I, you know, I shake my head and wonder, my God. But it's one thing I know about God. He brought me this far. He's not done with me yet. He that is, makes any sense. What oh, absolutely. And if we just keep knowing that and, and understanding that, that he's not, you know, and if just that refreshing and that renewing, remember our prayer this morning before we got started, it's just like... Somebody out there just needs to know that this is not it. Like, there's so much more. Yes, there is. And I, I, if you look up so much more, that's my picture in the dictionary. <laughs> Boom, so much more. Look at Keith. Bam. I, it, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing how the last, again, I went through a tough patch from like 2010 to like 2016, 2017 after my, my dad passed. It's oh. a horrible patch. Just couldn't seem to get any traction. Couldn't. I did okay. Don't get me wrong. But you know, there was just start and stop, start and stop, start mm -hmm. and stops. But God has kept me, and that's what I know Him now as. You know, when He brought me through 2019, and I was I was down. I was just awful. And then a couple of things happened. And He said, Keith, do you still have your house over your head? Yeah. Did you Did you miss a meal? No. Did you Did you get from point A to point B in a car? Yeah. Are your kids still are? Yeah. And, you know, he started bringing all of the yeah. stuff. And I says, and then he says, Keith, what do you know me as? And mm. I said, Lord, I know you as a keeper. That I know God as a keeper. Wow. Because he kept me. Through stress, through strain, through turmoil, through adversity, through frustration. He kept me. Mm. I know him as a keeper. Ramon, if I don't know him, I don't know him as, I don't know him, I know him as a keeper. Yep. He kept my mind. Even when I was just down, and some of my friends that are believers may be listening to this, Keith, you were down in 19? Were you down for seven? I was down for seven years in 19 being the bottom. Mm. From 2010 to about 20, yeah, let's call it 19. But I, people saw me every day, and I wave, and I smile, and mm -hmm. I grin, and I... <laughs> They have no clue. He was keeping me then. Mm -hmm. But I know him as a keeper. And he's a keeper of his word. Yes, he is. So a lot of times what happens is we get in those places, right? And seven years, you know, the seven, eight year, the, the, the year of new beginnings. So seven is gone and you started your eight after that for new beginnings. But, you know, we get in that space to where we... We question where is he because things look so glim and we're forgetting that he's carrying us through that time. 
And what happens is we're not feeding our soul during that time because we're so full of depression and despair that we don't pick up our word, which is our source of what we need in order to fill our lamps with the oil of his freshness in order to keep going. So he's He's keeping us. He's helping us get to that place. He's helping us get, look, I'm right here. Look, just reach out to me. Pick up your word, you know, because if we don't read our word, which is the living word of God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, we will become empty. That is so true. That is so, so true. And I wish I could say I read the word every day. Wish I could say I prayed every day. I can't say I did. But even when I didn't, he still kept me. That's the beauty of who he is. And that's when we know that he keeps us is when we come out at the end and we're like, my God, like, can you imagine if we would have, you know, because I've, I've been there. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. if we would have kept reading and we would have kept praying during that time? It might not have lasted so long, but, you know, lessons learned, you being a teacher like me, we, if we can just ask him, Lord, what do you want me to learn out of this? Maybe we don't have enough strength or energy in us to read or even pray, but if we can just talk to him. And just say, you know, Papa, what do you want me to learn from this? I'm so low. I'm so down. I don't know what to do. Sometimes just asking him what he wants us to learn. And then we start seeing what it is. We start overcoming. You know, what I started getting in a lesson of doing is when I feel down and out or I feel sick or I have something happen to my physical body, it's like, okay, Lord, you know, bump in the road. What do I need to learn? Let me start praying for other people that are going through the same thing. Then it takes the mind off of me and woe is me. And now I'm focusing on helping others, which is what he wants us to do. That is so true. That is so true. It's just helping others. What does he want out of me to be, you know, just that little cog in his kingdom? Mm. I've learned. I'm learning. I'm, again, I haven't learned at all. I'm, I and thank God I'm we have it. Yeah. I'm a work in progress. I'm a student at the foot of the of the master teacher. Oh, right? thank God for that. And he never dismisses us from class. We never get dismissed from class. <laughs> we never get that's the truth. There's no dunce caps in the kingdom. None. Right? He just takes his time to do the lesson again. Yep. Let's do the lesson again. And we'll try that's it a different way. That's exactly right. <laughs> so let's talk about your book. Let's talk uh, about your book. Let, why don't you go ahead and share the title and then let's talk about what it's about. Well, the book's title is called Five Pillars. You know, a message from a father to a son, basically. Um, the book was just, and you remember I told you 2019 was like awful, just awful. Things weren't going well for me. Uh, again, on the surface, it looked like Keith had the tiger by the tail, but in reality, you know, I was getting hunted down. And one morning, about four o'clock in the morning, I was like, Lord, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? We were going through political upheaval in the country. We were going through a tremendous amount of racial um, upheaval and turmoil in the country. Citizens weren't getting along. We were just at each other's throat. I was like, this is not right here. And so I was sitting at my desk, about four o'clock in the morning, like I said, I looked over to my left, where my dad's picture is. I said, Dad, what would you tell people right now? What would you tell me right now? And then that's when five pillars hit me. Mm. And he says, Keith, this is what the Lord 
Uh, but my dad and there are five pillars integrity perseverance decency courage all undergirded by faith all undergirded by faith integrity I, you know I teach business and a lot of times my I tell my business students there's 11th commandment that people are living by and that 11th commandment is thou shall not get caught <clears throat> right yep and even some politicians live by that 11th commandment just don't get caught mm. and my dad when he was like he was like son you know we have to be people of integrity we have to be people that do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do and keep our lives in the way of, 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 of living upright now this book Ramona is not about being perfect we are all fallible people we're sinful people so this book is not a, it's not a scolding of people that you got to be perfect oh this is a reminder to maybe get people back on track to where we are, especially for our country. Now, the next one is perseverance. You know, don't quit. Mm-hmm. Don't quit. I think what 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 I think the Apostle Paul talked about running the race to the end, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we run for the prize, the mark of the high prize. Run that race. He told Timmy, keep running. You know, run that race. And I talked about perseverance and how my dad persevered through many times in the seventies when most African-American men were leaving their families. Mm-hmm. My dad stayed. He persevered with my, with my mom and my sister and my brother. We're all doing quite well now. But he stayed. He was that exemplar. He was that example for me. That even when times were tough for me in my house, you don't run and duck. You don't. You stay in there. You hang on in there. You persevere. Now, another one of those is decency. I was noticing a lot of the conversations, especially on social media pages, we've lost the level of decorum. Mm-hmm. We've lost the level of how people talk to one another. How, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, they may people may call me old-fashioned, but I still say there's something about those values that keep a level of this decency and decorum in our nation and in our lives and in our families. And then I go with courage. I'm kind of a civil rights person, history buff, civil rights of that era, and I think about the courage of my great-grandparents, mm-hmm. my grandparents, my parents, and I, I write a little bit about what happened with uh, George Floyd, Albert, Albert, Ahmaud Arbery. I write about how the tensions and how it takes courage to stand up, mm-hmm. even in the face of death. I talk about that, that you know what, we got to have courage, people. So, you know, courage is that unfavorable right to look obstacles in the face and don't maneuver when you know you're standing on principle. You know, at the, even at the loss of um, acceptance, even at the loss of political invites, have the courage to say no or the courage mm-hmm. to say yes. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that by yourself. You need, you can't, you can't. <laughs> you'll, you'll lose yourself if you try to do it without a faith uh, to keep going because it takes faith to be courageous Yes, it takes faith to be decent it takes faith to persevere it takes faith to be a person of integrity because it may not work out for you yep. so you need some kind of glue to hold you together don't try to do this on your own and it's our faith Say, Father, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I've got to do the right thing. The boss wants me to do something that's illegal, unethical, and immoral. 
if I tell him no to his face, I could lose my job. I got this wife and these kids, but I can't do it. It takes faith to say no. Yes. It takes faith to say, to have the courage to say no. It does. Mm-hmm. So I talk about these principles in the text. Uh, again, the text is not about being perfect because we're all fallible. We all make mistakes. It's not a holier than battle that you know I'm better than, and I'm still working these principles out myself. I, I still have every now and then my integrity. I question my own integrity. Every now and then my weak legs kick in, and my perseverance. Sometimes I always don't stand up for right because I lack the courage. Sometimes I say the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time. That's not decent. So this text challenges me. It's a reminder for me and hopefully a reminder to those that read it. But you know what? We do have some things that God holds us accountable for. Again, I didn't write it for uh, a faith audience. I wrote it for a secular audience. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote it toward us. But then again, a pastor friend of mine was like, Keith, you know you've, you've embedded scripture in here and I can fly scripture to everything you're talking about so yep. who knows the next project may be <laughs> one talk about integrity using the proverbs that's important talk about perseverance you know I can find uh, somebody who persevered through it all mm-hmm. it's in there I just gotta dig it out you yep. know yep. but uh, that's what the text is about it's just a reminder Mm-hmm. And my father, Ramona, he didn't tell me these things. Keith, you need courage, perseverance, decency, faith, integrity. He just modeled that behavior. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Because that's how he, you know, displayed his life for you. So you knew that, you know, and nowadays it's so hard for us to see people with those values, you know, and when you find them, you just are attracted to them, you know, and, and, the beauty of, of walking in faith, you know, for those of you that know Christ as your personal Savior, have the Holy Spirit that, that leads you and teaches you and corrects you along the way. I mean, you have that power and ability to be drawn to these things because they are scripture-based. And then, you know, those of you that don't know Christ yet, I mean, today is that day that you could just say, Lord, you know, I don't know you. I hear all these things. I see the world is broken. My life is not what it should be. You know, how can I be a part of your kingdom, Lord? And you ask him to forgive you for your sins. You ask him to come into your life, to be your personal savior, to take the wheel, because when we take the wheel, it doesn't work very well. But when it we, doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah, it does not go well. But when we let him take the wheel, and, and it's just simple like that. It's not real. It does. Some people make it so like unattainable. You know, I don't think I could ever walk in the presence of God. He's too holy and he wants to be your friend. And yes, you learn how to have that reverent, you know, fear that they call it, that you understand how holy he is. As you start to get mature in the Lord, as you start to learn about who he is and you get discipled, you know, you start having someone teach you about these principles that Keith is talking about, then you start to understand that. So it all goes together, Keith. I, I know when, when you were speaking right now, I heard another book coming. Um, and we're going to talk about that after, but I definitely know you have another book in you. I oh. definitely know you do. Oh, thank you so very, very much. Mm. I mean, I, I, if, I, I, if I go back on that street in Merced, California, you tell me some 50 
what am I, 54 now? You know, 40 years later, Keith, you would be writing books and talking to young people on a daily basis. I wouldn't have believed it. Right. And probably school board, me, what, huh? (laughs) I wouldn't have believed it. And the people that we hung around with wouldn't have either, right? (laughs) Oh, my boys look at me now. They go, oh, you? They look at me now. They go, man, there must be a God. If your boomerang is doing okay, you know, there must be one because we know this cat. So I, uh, I, I, again, all I can do is say thank you to him because. I'm supposed to be gone by now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, in my life, still there's things that are not where I would like to see them or where I would like to need them to be. I, again, I, I, I have not arrived. Yep. But, but what I have learned is just to persevere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, God sees around the corner. He sees over the mountain range. We just have to keep walking. He sees you know, all the way until the end. I just see today. And I, he sees a thousand years from now. All I can see is a minute in front of me, the minute, the minute, the minute. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have to continue to just walk, um, persevere. Because what I've learned in my walk, I'm going to get knocked down. I've learned that. But I have to trust him and get back up and walk some more. And I then- think it was Samuel Beckett who said, try, fail, try harder, or try again, fail again, fail better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try again, fail again, fail better. And, but he picks us up. Right. And there's other people, Keith, and, and, you know, I'm sure the listener can hear this, too. There's other people that need to still see what you're doing and still watch how you're living. And so, you know, because a lot of times, like your father, he didn't tell you, but you saw it. You witnessed it. it. And so people need to have more of us that go out there. There's more souls to be one to the goodness of God. And if we just say, okay, I'm done, I, I did what I'm supposed to do, okay, let me just sit back, I'm done, that's not the purpose of why you're alive today. There's so many other people that still need to hear about the joy of Christ and, and how he can renew us and, you know, redeem us to that place because I'm constantly being redeemed. I'm constantly repenting and asking the Lord, restore me, Lord, to that place, you know, remind me of that first love. Remind me what you did for me, Lord, so that I can always walk in that, you know, in that faith. Yes, yes, you know, because again, we do get dusty feet. Right? Oh yes, oh yes. We, we 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 do run out of gas. Yep. And but your point is correct that our lives are here to be an example. Yep. Uh, so that others come to know Him, who He is, all that He has done, and Amen. still doing, and will do. He's that's that's one thing about God. He's He's unlimited. He's he ain't running unlimited. out, right? So, and that's what gets me about people, especially believers. If you don't mind me fussing for a minute, <laughs> there's no need for us to be competitive against one another when our Father has enough for all of us. Amen. That's there's no need for us to be jealous yep. of one another because all of us have a different part to bring to the kingdom. Yes, we all have differences. So, if Ramona does well on her radio show, there's no need for me to be angry or jealous. <laughs> Because God's got enough for me. Exactly. And we all share it with each other. And we share it. We share it at the banquet table with one another. That's it. That's and it, you go, brother. You, you sharing go. your platform with me. Wow. That's you showed it. me another reason. Why. I didn't know that even existed. <laughs> you know, and this all goes back to my work, our work with Bethel, the Kennedy family. Yes. Right? Praise God so, for them. I'm so, I love that school. Yeah. I, I mean, oh my goodness. That school's in my heart. Yes. Um, we're going to get but to, I, I want to get to a place where you can let us know, how can we get a hold of your book? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm on Amazon right now. Okay. 
Um, it's just fine. Keith Woolridge, K-E-I-T-H, W-O-L-A-R-I-D-G-E. It's five pillars. Just the way it's spelled, the way it sounds. Uh, they people can contact me directly at Keith W at five pillars dot biz. Okay. And that's B-I-Z. Keith W at five pillars dot biz. Uh, on all the social media, Facebook, my name, or my other one is Conversations with Cousin Keith on Instagram. I don't have that handle. That's okay. We'll find I it. I memorize that one, but I'm on there. You just put yep. Keith Woolridge in, and then you'll find my other stuff. Awesome. Uh, I that's, just, that's where they can reach me. Awesome. So I encourage all of you. You know, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to our brother Keith here, and I hope you can pick up his book. I would love it if you would just close us out in prayer on today this christmas day and just um i just thank you for taking the time and sharing your story with us again thank you so very very much and let's go before the throne thank you jesus father we come to you we're not much but we're yours we come to you father some of us on this christmas day are laughing joyously they got what they wanted under the tree and we're thankful but Father, some of us are coming before you with no tree. Yes. But we still say thank you. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for blessing us. This has been a tumultuous two years, Lord. Yes. This has not been easy on your people. But thank you for keeping us through this pandemic, keeping our hearts, keeping our minds, keeping us before you, Lord. So we say thank you for everything before we ask you for anything. Yes, Father. So, Father, as we close out this year and head into the next, we ask that we know that your grace will be with us. We know your love will be with us. Yes. We know that your protection will be with us. We know that your grace will cover us. We know that your love abounds over each and every one of us. We ask you for the gift, Lord, that we experience it even more. Yes, Father. We don't need money. Oh, that would be nice. Some of us need shelter. Yes. That would be nice. But Father, we need to know your love daily. Yes. That's what keeps us. That's what sustains us. So we ask you, Father, that everyone that is listening, that hears this program, that as we close out this year and we roll into the next, that we know your love more this next year than we have in previous years. So we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for all that he has done all that he is doing and will do. So we ask that you will bless the station, that you will bless this hostess, and that you will bless your listeners all around the world. This we do ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, and God bless you, listeners. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93309. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93309. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's iamdauntless.org. Her email is ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. That's ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. 
And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life. <laughs>